Are you curious about the current state of the rapidly changing real estate market? For answers, look no further than Brian Linda at Coldwell Banker Bernizer Realtors. We are experienced real estate professionals with over 40 combined years in the industry. We have a finger on the pulse of the market and can help you understand the latest trends and conditions no matter how wild they appear. Right now, we are offering a free, no-strings-attached seller's guide. This guide is packed with valuable tips and insights to help you navigate the selling process with confidence. Contact us today at www.realestatechanged.com or find Get Brian and Linda on Facebook. Remember, for all things real estate, Get Brian and Linda. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Manam Podcast. My name is Becca Schoenborn, joined with my co-host, Dustin Dubuque. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I was just saying how on every podcast, when we start off, when we get here in the morning, uh, you usually beat me and I beat you here. So Yeah, I came in uh, fast this morning. Yeah. On accident. And don't worry, I already got two kids where they needed to be at different locations at different times. And you know uh, what I still did? be you here. You know what I did? I stopped the caribou. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay, normally there's not a line at this time of day, but there was... There's not a line at, at 8 in the morning? Not usually, there's not that long of a line. Got it was moving it. pretty quick, so I was like, mm, I'm fine. And then by the time I got up there, I was like, well, it's too late now. I already am ordering. Yeah, because I wouldn't expect anybody to get coffee at 8 in the morning, you know. I feel like these are... I feel like these are. I stopped. Balls. All I'm saying is, I stopped there regularly, <laughs> and the line is not usually as long as it was this morning. Okay. Um, what have you been up to? Anything what? new? Um, blue cap season's going. Yeah. I've already been to South Dakota with the cool. 1860 vintage baseball team that I play on. For the people you know that don't listen every week, but yep. that's what I do. So I've played like four times already this summer. Dang. By the time of this uh, recording, out probably five times by the time this comes out. Cool. And uh, just doing metal shows in the summer and working and doing all the things. What about you? Um, I feel like I've been very busy, but I can't think of what I've been doing. I feel like this is common practice here. Yeah. I have been, I just, I don't know. I work a lot. I do a lot of other things. I, the downtown Menominee board, honestly, it takes up yeah. a lot of time still. Yeah, that's good, though. Um, so There must be something that. fun going on with that. Yeah, we're getting ready for the community cookout in September. That's yeah. coming up. Um, obviously, we're already talking about winter days because you have to start planning that early. And if people don't know, when you when you run the holiday parade for a city, you have to start talking about it in the middle of summer because a lot of the things you have to book ahead of time, like fireworks, didn't I? Before this, I had no idea you had to order fireworks like in the middle of the summer for uh a christmas parade so yep all sorts of things which you know obviously yes. you did this and you job get to but... blow up fireworks as fast as you humanly possibly can because yes. it's cold outside nobody wants to stand there anymore. um last year we heard that there was not enough fireworks so there will be more this year which i feel like that's pretty normal everybody always wants a fireworks show to last a full oh, hour why which, can why? you imagine how much money that worst. would cost these fireworks are awful yeah, they're like, not my thing either, but a lot of people really love them. I know. I love that one. People are like, oh, it's too short. I'm like, really? I just watched the same four things yeah. explode. That short little minutes. thing was probably $5,000. Yeah. Oh, and that's the other thing is like the fireworks show at the Winter Days Parade is like it lasts like three minutes because they just blow it up as fast as they yeah. can. And it's thousands of dollars. Fireworks are expensive. <laughs> well, that's fun. So, yeah, making some changes to some of our events. We got a lot of new board members this year, so. 
some fresh energy, which is nice. Always a good thing, I think. Yeah. Um, other than that, just traveling a lot this year. Went up to the uh, Superior and Duluth area in June. At the end of this month, I'll be going back to Colorado, going to see a show at Red Rocks, which I'm very excited about. Red Rocks. It's on my bucket list. Yeah. I'm seeing my favorite artist, Noah Khan, who nobody knows who that is, but I might just scream cry the whole show, to be honest with you. Sure. uh, My husband has never been to, like, a fangirl concert with me. Like, he didn't know me in my fangirl era, but I have been known to go to venues too many hours early to wait to get good seats you know and red rocks you have to do that it's all just general admissions sure um i've been mentally preparing him for that like just so you know we will be going early poor guy (laughs) but you can tailgate and stuff there so it's not like you have to just sit on the concrete like you can at least hang out and stuff but cool so yeah that will be fun that's fun yeah i gotta go to to a bunch of concerts this year sometimes soon too so yeah baseball up there oh fun yeah it should be cool i love it up there me too i think that that's a place i would accidentally move to someday it's the up yeah i feel like i could have a summer home in the up not like at the opposite of snowbirds you're owning two homes now in this scenario Someday, when I'm 85 and can afford to, <laughs> yes. Actually, houses are, like, surprisingly cheap in the UP, and I think it's because nobody lives there. Nobody lives there, because there's nothing there. Yeah. That's so, well, but that's why you're moving to the UP, is yeah. because there's nothing there. Exactly. Sure. That's why I like to go there. So, yeah. That's it. Okay. <laughs> All 30 things I just I was just going to say, it. she said... She had no idea what she was doing. I had to think about and it for a second. And now she's just rambling about all the things she's doing. I had to let my coffee hit my soul for a second. I and then, I, then it all came back to me. Um, Should we introduce our guest, sure, maybe? I suppose. We Okay. For all the listeners, we used to see each other uh, a lot more often than we do now. Now we truly are catching up on the podcast. Yeah, like when we see each other, this is it's like once a month at this point. Yeah. Other than this Maybe last month, we saw here. each other one one time outside of work. That's true. Or outside of the podcast, I mean, and that yeah. was shocking. Well, with the new pop in Eau Claire, I should be seeing you more often now. So Probably. That, should, that should be nice. Yeah. All right, introduce our guests. Uh, today, we're joined by our good pal, Jeremiah. Um, how do you say your last name? I actually just thought about that. Gurdon? Jardine. Jardine. Swedish. Oh, okay. I should have asked you that before we started, but. It's all right. Yeah, we didn't ask any questions of Jeremiah before we started to prepare ourselves for any of this. So that's great. This just shows where we are at this. We are professionals. Naturals. <laughs> we are so good at this. Um I like how you two intro too. Like the bickering. It was it was real. It was like it was it like a, real. It was like, it's as she said, we just saw each other. It was it was like it's like a fresh marriage before the bickering turns into resentment. I was really Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We we don't know why. We we bicker a lot on this show for some reason. Yeah. About silly things. He brings it out of me. Yeah. <laughs> we really, truly bring out the best in each other. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're excited to have you on, Jeremiah. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah. Um. By now, you own, like, half of downtown and have, you know, changed everything. I don't know if it's half. <laughs> I don't think it's 50%, maybe 15%. It's it's That's a bit. Funny. Feels like a lot. Oh, we're trying to make some changes. Yeah. Trying to improve it and take a take a little bit different approach. It's a good thing. Right. Well, that's why we have you on is because, um, yeah, we'll get into it, I suppose, right now. It's just, you know, Jeremiah has been this whirlwind guy who's came into Menominee in the last couple of years, decided to buy, like, one building downtown, um, and then it's turned into more than one. And uh, you just kind of keep going and changing some stuff. And, you know, Menominee is a town that's uh, 
traditional yet progressive. See that? <laughs> I use the use the city quotes or the city uh, motto on that. Uh, that was good. Like that city motto. I use the pull that out of nowhere. Like I love that. that. Uh, and Jeremiah is very progressive, and I think in the way you think of like property ownership, management, uh, business, and all the like retail and stuff. So uh, why don't you give us a little backstory, I guess, of why you come to Menominee and why this is your choice to start, uh, you know, sure, sure. planting yourself. So um grew up outside of Madison, Wisconsin, in a small town called Sauk Prairie, Prairie du Sac, and uh, hometown of Culver's. That's our claim to fame. Um, that's a good claim to fame. It yeah. is. The butter burger. Yeah. yeah. It's iconic. Butter on the burger makes a better burger. I think that's the slogan. In Something noise. like that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, and then well, met my wife at the University of Wisconsin in Madison. We moved up to the Twin Cities for for her uh, grad school, where she uh, got her degree as a as a dentist. At the same time, I got an MBA up there at the Carlson School of Management. And then, uh, as she graduated in 2017, um, she accepted an offer here at Trimble Dental in, in Menominee, Wisconsin. And then uh, we were over in Sweden for my capstone as part of the MBA, and we found ourselves. While we were in in Stockholm, we we thoroughly enjoyed being in the city and immersed in this old, rich uh, city or European city of, of so much history. Um, but we found ourselves drawn to the Jura Gardens, which are the King's Gardens. And so every day, while we're surrounded by this this rich history in the city, and um, you know, eating these you know just fantastic meals and, and seeing these beautiful buildings and all this you know, rich history all around us, we still found ourselves drawn to the, to the nature, right? And, and we recognized, you know, maybe there's something here. Maybe, maybe we're recognizing something in ourselves here that we should actually move to uh, an area that's more in touch with nature. Mm -hmm. uh, at that time, we were living in St. Paul. And for that reason, uh, when we got back home, uh, we, uh, my wife had looked at Zillow and found our, our now home here on the lake in, in Tanner. And, um, that's what brought us here. We love Menominee. Uh, absolutely love the small town feel. And in many ways, it reminds me of where I grew up in, in Sauk Prairie, but just a bigger version, mm -hmm. right? And I love the fact that it has it has critical mass, right? Menominee has staying power. It has the Mabel Tanner for Pete's sake, right? It's got mm -hmm. stout. It's got this industry around it. Um, but yet, when we moved here, we're like, you know what? It's missing is you know a vibrancy, right? It, it has it has some of that for sure, but it, it certainly could have more, right? We could have more restaurants, for example, to draw people downtown. And, and I thought, you know, there's, there's that great quote, right? Be the change you wish to see. Mm -hmm. And so for that reason, we, we thought, you know, why don't we jump feet first in this and, and buy a property, tease out the waters, test our investment thesis and, and see if we can start, you know, driving some of this vibrancy that we want to see. Well, and the first property you bought was the well, where Simple Sports is, that's the easiest way of telling folks, is where the Simple Sports building is on like 400. Yep, that's right there. 400 Main. Yeah, which is like the most beautiful building downtown to me. I love that building. I know, so do I. It, it's it's certainly the flagship, and it's it's a beautiful building. It's it's iconic. Bob Grundig, who owned it before us, did did uh, did a great job running renovations, especially in that commercial space, opened it up. Brought in all those big windows uh, with with transom windows above it, made it really feel like like it would have, you know, when that building was was built. Um, it's it's a beautiful building. We've continued to pour 
hundreds of thousands of dollars into that building. Uh, you wouldn't think it needed it at, at, at first glance, but uh, the, the residential apartments up above really hadn't had any significant improvements since uh, maybe flooring was put in in the 90s. Mm -hmm. um, some of the, the residential apartments still had the wood paneling uh, yep. in true natural form uh, from the 70s, hadn't been paid in, hadn't been touched anything. Uh, looked a bit like a um, a man cave when you walked into them, and I thought, you know, maybe we could brighten this up, right? There's some simple <laughs> solutions that you can you can deploy to make. Maybe we'll paint. <laughs> maybe yeah. we'll paint. Crazy. Novel idea in yeah. Menominee. Let me tell you. <laughs> and this isn't meant to be a slight, but I always tell tenants when they're looking, you know, we take a little bit different approach here than, than many of the landlords, and and many of the landlords here do a great job too. So don't let this be a knock on it, on any of the people that do a good job. But we we always tell tenants like. We we um we we give a damn like that's that's our di differentiator. You know, we, when you have an issue that you need fixed, uh, get in contact with us via our our, our uh, tenant cloud app. Uh, if you have questions, if you have concerns, if there's anything we can do to help, if we can be a resource and help connect you with others in the community, we will do that. Right, um, and I think that that's really been a big differentiator. Well, yeah, and the, and the, that's a nice part too. Is again, the, those who listen to. Uh, aren't maybe from Menominee, but like, you know, with UW Stout here, and I, I know that like, you know, we have a lot of listeners on Claire and other places that have universities, but nobody else has a university where this downtown is in it. Like our university has two buildings in our downtown district. So of course you owning property downtown, not assuming that everybody that rents from you is a somewhat college student, but I would assume most of them are. So I'm sure to hear that there's a landlord or like, you know, their landlord. Yeah. They might pay a little more, but they're also getting a nicer facility and somebody that'll actually come and fix the item that you want fixed quickly. Cause I know we've all been there uh, with yeah, renters yeah. of that. Just, you know, we've all been 21 once renting from people that Do don't want to take your phone call because yeah. you're just a nuisance to them. And they, you know, so that must be, that's a nice, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a change, I would think. Yeah. And I tell tenants all the time, like, listen, we've all had shitty landlords. My goal is to never be a shitty landlord, yeah. right? Um, many of the, the buildings I'd picked up or purchased, uh, since the 400 main building, um, you know, many of the apartment units need some love. Yet they are all still nicer units than the than the s holes that I lived in in college, right? Like mm -hmm. I lived in some places where you'd step out of the shower and you weren't sure if you might fall through the floor into the kitchen, right? That's pretty <laughs> common around here. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say yeah. downtown. We've talked about that on the show a couple yeah, times. Yeah, some different people on it. When, yeah, stuff. we talked about it a lot. Uh, we had Tim Nelson on, who just recently bought American Edge, and he has a similar philosophy with his properties, where he seems like he really wants to make sure that they're a great place to live and be a resource for his tenants and be somebody who they can actually communicate with and have open conversations. And it's a nice change. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. And in, so in my, in my previous role for, you know, W2 job, I used to travel around the U S a lot and I would look at, and I would, I would seek out these small towns like Menominee to stay in. And I found that the ones that really had strong, vibrant downtowns had, a young professional class of people that lived, work, ate, drank, breathed downtown, right? And, and those are the people that we need to recruit to our downtown, right? Because those are the people that start that flywheel of our downtown, that drive vibrancy, that bring in new business, more business, that bring in innovation, that bring ideas downtown. And um, gosh, the, the thing that's holding it back, in my opinion, 
is the housing inventory, right? So much of it was just slummy. You know, it was geared towards college students that, you know, landlords didn't think cared if the sink worked, right? They didn't. <laughs> yeah. And so it's about fixing that inventory, improving it, uh, adding value to it. Um, for example, I, I think I think every contractor I've had in the buildings has tried to talk me out of putting dishwashers in the units. Uh, I would pay more rent every month if I could have a dishwasher installed in my apartment. Right. That I would happily pay more rent to have <laughs> not wash dishes by hand. Not that if Jay is listening to this, he will tell you I do not wash the dishes. <laughs> does, so I just need to make that very clear. He is the one who does that chore, but I would do it if we had a dishwasher. Oh, how altruistic of yeah, you. Yeah, good job. Jay, I would pay more so that he doesn't have to wash them as often. <laughs> I would open the door. Send do that them. for him. <laughs> Little does Becca know that you still have to somewhat rinse the dishes off before you put them in there. So Becca's like, you know what? This dishwasher thing doesn't work. <laughs> I can't, I can't. I just had spaghetti all over this plate. Why is it not all It's gone? fine. Yeah, you can just throw it in there like that. It's great. <laughs> So I think the one the one thing I maybe forgot. Uh, I'm assuming there's a name for the company that you have. I, I doubt it's just who you are. Oh yeah, good call. So it, it's Huga Properties. H Y G G E. Sure. Uh, properties. Huga is actually a Danish word. Uh, if you go down to the bookstore, um, Dragon Tail Books, you can pick up the little book of Huga. It's a great coffee table book, and they have another uh, a new a different uh, coffee table book about Huga as well that might be worthwhile. Uh, it's Roughly translated, it means cozy, but it's more than just cozy. It's sort of that feeling you get when you walk into a room where it's lighted perfectly, not with a million fluorescent light bulbs overhead, but pockets of light uh, with a fireplace glowing and a uh, warm beverage of, of either coffee or maybe a red wine at night where you just sit down and you've got a relaxing book to read, right? And that's what I think our properties downtown can be, right? There's these old nostalgic brick buildings um, that overlook our historic downtown, that overlook the Mabel Tanner, that overlook Lake Minoman. And I, I, we're trying to create these pockets of coziness and, and dry vibrancy down here that way. Cute. Yeah. What was that? It's a cute. Cute. <laughs> That's what I was that. going for. Cute. Cute's <laughs> good. Uh, yeah, so we talked about, so what are the other buildings that you've purchased over the last couple of years um, downtown? So after the 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 bike shop building, Simple Sports at, at 400 Main. And let's be clear, I don't own the business. I don't own any of these businesses. No, right. Uh, but I do try to partner with these business owners to to find, you know, the right way to help drive growth as well uh, with them as well. Uh, so we had purchased uh, what was formerly Olson Properties. So the mm-hmm. arcade building, there's actually a, a plaque up top that says the arcade. Uh, and that's on the 200 block. So 214 through 226. So opposite of the Mabel Tanner. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly opposite of the Mabel Tanner. Uh, that has the dam salon in it right now. It has Town & Country Antiques 2. Uh, they're actually moving to a new location, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if anybody's listening and wants <laughs> wants a 3,000-square-foot uh, space, I, I think it would make a hell of a restaurant right across from the Mabel Tanner. Uh, and then we have Dragon Tail Books, uh, formerly uh, – shoot, what was – Bookends on Main. Bookends on Main. Yep. Thank you, Dustin. Um, Ann Vogel took that over from yes. Susan. Uh, We've had on this podcast. We've had Anna. She's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Susan really could not have found a better tenant to take over her, you know, the legacy of, of bookends. And she's done such a great job. 
Uh, and then after that, we what was in Bookends Old Space is now the tobacco uh, tobacco store here in uh, I mean Snowy's Tobacco. Another you know, great set of tenants as well. They if 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 anybody's listening and uh, is a cigar aficionado, uh, they have an eight by eight humidor. I want to say, or maybe it's it might be it twelve by eight. It's huge. Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. There's like sixty thousand dollars of of cigar inventory there. I mean, wow. they've got a great selection. It's 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 really fantastic, and they run a clean, nice shop. It's not like you know you walk into some of these these places and <laughs> you're a little concerned about your safety, right? Right. That's like, not is this legal. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been in there yet, but it looks just from the outside looking in, it looks very nice inside. It it's extremely nice inside because I remember even when I heard there was a tobacco shop coming downtown. I immediately had a text here in my be like, uh-oh, you're going to ruin the downtown. Even though I think it's back in the shop downtown, again, in a college. I was going to say, I think as, on the college block, oh it's such gosh, a smart business. It's such a smart business decision. So smart. And, again, I was just like, as long as it's not trashy. And yeah. it's not at all. It's an extremely nice shop down there. Yep. Like, and we, really. And we worked with Sal, uh, one of the owners, from, from day one. I said, Sal, I don't want this to look like the smoke shops that are up on Broadway, you know, with flashing marijuana leaves in the windows and just mm-hmm. you know, complete distraction. Um, they, they maybe had a little more lighted than I think some of the people uh, downtown would have liked. So uh, we've worked with them to, to peel it back a little bit and, and mute the colors and the lighting. Uh, they've got a couple of lights, like one that says open. I think that that's now accessible or yeah, amenable now. <laughs> uh, and then we own the, uh, what's a, um, called the Ling building on the 300 blocks. So 301, uh, which is where Thread Lab is, 305, which yes. used to be Collective Soul, mm-hmm. uh, another vacant space that we now have, but really a tremendous opportunity. Uh, it's about 1,500 square feet. Gosh, I would love to put a little cafe in there. Uh, and it, even more so, I'd love to figure out a path towards rooftop access up top with um, with a rooftop patio overlooking Lake Minoman. I mean, it's... People have been talking about adding rooftops for years, and I feel like you are the person who actually might bring that dream to life. We want it. We want it really bad. It's it's just it, there are a lot of challenges to it, but we've had the architect out um, earlier this week actually to to help evaluate that. Now we've got to get the structural engineer out there, but um, none of these things are are cheap or free. But it, many of them are the right thing if you're thinking about thinking about this for the long term, right? Mm-hmm. And and that's really the shift in mindset too, right? It's it's not thinking about hey, this thing needs a cash flow and produce all the income in the world for me today. And so I'm just going to band-aid solution everything. It's thinking, how can we build this, build a durable product that's going to add lasting value to the downtown? Right. Which is, uh, and, so, and no, that's really great. I love that. It's, I feel like it has been less common to have that mindset where it's easy to just buy a building, think you're going to make a lot of money and then sell it, right. which is not the case. Usually it takes years for a, a business to be successful. You have to really put a lot of money into it if you want it to be as successful as you imagine it can be. Yeah, I, I think that that's, that that's right. And I, I have to uh, also give a plug to Lottie Dot. Uh, they're at 311. Mm-hmm. I mean, I realized they got all the way to <laughs> uh, 305 and had it mentioned 311, which is Lottie Dot and uh, M Mens. Uh, she's doing a tremendous job she's over amazing. there. Um, yeah. Another person we've had on the podcast about a year ago. Yeah, we're running out of people. <laughs> well, there's a never-ending list. There's a never-ending list of crazies. Yeah, that's and why we like it. You'll have to have Chris Isaacson on as well. She had just bought Thread Lab, and they're transitioning oh, yeah. the name over to Fiber Lab. 
uh, she's going to do great things with that space and for that space mm-hmm. and, and continue to draw people downtown as right. well. well. And that thread lab property and like the business, a thread of business is like a perfect example of what you can do at Monopoly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember um, when that business went in and nobody could believe that like a, a, a store, a fabric a, store, fabric store, people want to buy fabric. And, and I was like, what do you mean? Yeah. And, and people are crafting nobody, all the time. Yeah. And nobody could believe that like, that store could exist here. Mm-hmm. And now look at them. They branched out to the point where they could sell it. And now it's just going to expand even more. And I, I believe, I believe they, they ship to all States in the U S Wow! like they have a, a large online presence as well, which oh, cool. is again, something, not something you wouldn't expect, yeah. Japan, but you can, you can achieve a lot here. That's awesome. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. I think that there's a lot of potential for more like niche businesses like that in town. Like it, it's, it's easy to get wrapped up in the mindset of, well, not everybody wants this here, so why would I put my time into it? But if you find that little pocket of people that really want something like that, they'll keep your store in business. Right. Mm-hmm. I think, anyways. Yeah. Well, I, we've talked. We've had John Hansen on. Here I was just going to say John's any of the other game stores the guy too, owns, like Heroes Welcome. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's another business that I've heard a lot of people when I was like downtown talk about like how does that store like he does so well in there because he hits the the niche that's here every time i sure. hear that i'm like oh you didn't marry a nerd huh right. <laughs> it's like what do you mean i know was, so many people yeah but, like, but again, jay you... just went to jay just went to a magic the gathering lord of the rings like launch release party thing yeah. because he it's been years he's getting back into magic apparently now and sure for years People, our other friend has been going there and doing tournaments and stuff. So every time I hear people say that, like, oh, I can't believe they last. I'm like, you don't know. You, don't you know. just haven't met the crowd. Right. They, those are dedicated people who spend a lot of money on their hobbies. Yeah. Like, that is, no, those things aren't cheap. Oh, no, Anything like those types of things that he sells, not cheap. No. So with that. More of, niche businesses. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to say, it's a pretty good segue. So like you said, you have. A couple of vacant properties now, and who knows what other properties you might purchase in the future and your big long-term plans. Mm-hmm. So, like, what are some of the retail-type um, businesses that you see? I mean, obviously, we've said it on this podcast for years. Everybody knows Manami needs more food. We all know it. Yep. There's never enough food anywhere. There isn't, especially here. I mean, yep. for a town this size, the food options are just minimal not that they're not good they are but they're just not enough yeah i mean the bars in town here right log jam and 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 the buck which are you know effectively bars they have excellent food i mean mm-hmm. great food uh ted's pizza lucette's great food as well right uh but it'd be great to have a couple more options downtown yeah uh one of the things uh so so uh phil uh, who took over your role in, in downtown menominee dustin uh he invited me up to um a workshop that you know, we actually saw each other up uh, at a little while ago, put on through the WDC, Wisconsin Economic Development Corporation. And, you know, we looked at different mechanisms. And I think, Dustin, we'd even talked about this, too. How can we get the community to rally around bringing in a new restaurant, right? How can we get somebody to donate some time to put in a vent hood and some kitchen equipment, which are really big ticket items? How can mm-hmm. we get maybe a, a local supplier uh, of appliances to donate some of the equipment. How can we get the landlord? And I'm happy to do this to donate six months of rent and and prorate another six months on top of that to be really cheap. That way they know that they have enough runway to build su- a, you know, a successful restaurant. 
Uh, how can we get the city to potentially pitch in uh, with some of their bid district funds, et cetera? Um, I think there's a path there. I, I, I don't, it's not discreet in my mind yet. It's a bit in the ether, but I want to pull it out of the ether and make that a reality. Um, so I think that would be great. Uh, the other things I'm, I'm thinking about, like, think about the candy store, right? Before the candy store came in, there was no family oriented store on Main Street, yeah, right? True. That's a really good point. Yeah, Very I never true. thought about like, that. How, how do we get more uh, shops, more, more event spaces, or more um, just storefronts that are more oriented towards demographics that aren't currently here, right? Like right now we've got a lot of salons uh, in the dam salon. They, they just uh, redid their space in the mm -hmm. back. It looks fantastic. It looks really great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I saw it when I was in there the other day. Menominee Therapeutic Massage is going to be in that same space. So we're sort of building back out what Lisa's was in that space, which, which is exciting. Uh, but how do we get something for maybe, you know, and this might sound uh, maybe sexist, but you know, when women are going to get their hair done, uh, how how do we make it so that they'll bring their husbands downtown too, right? And there's an activity or something for the husbands to do besides just going to the buck and grabbing a beer, right? Right. Uh, is that answer teaming up with Tanglewood and putting in some golf simulators downtown or, you know, the Menominee Golf mm -hmm. uh, Country Club and putting in some golf simulators? Is it, you know, we've looked at maybe putting in an archery sim simulator down in the basement. Cool. I don't know the answers, but I'm I'm certainly open to to ideas and and open to partnering with locals that want to build this out. Yeah, there's not a lot. If if you especially if you don't drink, there's not a lot to do really. Like if you people who maybe don't want to be in a bar setting, what are they going to do downtown? Truly. Yeah, unless they're shopping. That's unless really they're it. shopping, but. Right, and we then don't again, even have any men's retail either. Yeah, no, other than, don't. yeah, and um, yeah, Lottie Daw has the, her little haberdashery in the back, but there's right. not like a clothing store. Yeah, and and that's what I meant by that. You're, yeah. you're absolutely right. Lottie Daw does have a great haberdashery in the back, which is like a good little gift shop. But yeah, very cool trinkets for guys, mm -hmm. but not a lot of clothing options. Mm -hmm. Which would just crush, like the fact, like a, a decent men's clothing store here would really do wonders. Or just a section, right? Just, yeah, just a section. Yeah, not even the whole thing. Just the fact that I could go and it's buy like a, a couple racks would be great. A decent shirt and some shorts. That that would be a great spot for for uh, for men to actually come downtown and want to shop. Yep, I couldn't agree more. I mean, what do you two think would be would be valuable downtown? What do, what do we need that we don't have? I've always said the thing that I would always have wanted downtown is a record store, like a legit record store. Oh, that would be so like, good. Like, I, I, you know, the one thing I always love, uh, you know, now that I work in Eau Claire, the one thing that I, that one, it's probably pretty rare, but the thing that Nobody has over Eau Claire is the candy store. The, so many mm -hmm. people I talk to in, o, in Eau Claire that live there will bring up the candy store because mm -hmm. they are just That's like, awesome. this is a thing that Menominee has that Eau Claire has nothing like it. And uh, if there's one thing that I've always looked at Eau Claire that I, I Revival Records does such a good job mm -hmm. and they are crushed downtown. And I'm like, of course they do. They're like the perfect demographic. Like, this would. If you put this on Main Street in Menominee, so you're within walking distance of all the, the kids, plus, you know, you can get all the older folks that like it, too. Like this, a store like this would be, that's always been my number one, I think, a record, like a real only record store. Like that's, you know, the 80% of the focus inside of it. I've always thought that that would be one that would be just great here. Yeah, I have a lot of ideas. Uh, I, I agree. I think a record store would be really cool. I there, yeah, you can't really buy them anywhere other than you can you can find them in the antique shops, but then you're also risking buying a record that doesn't actually yeah play. Well, correctly. and you're limiting 
limiting genres too. Right. You can usually take a guess of what music is probably right. most like, likely. I love buying current artists' music on vinyl. Like I love listening to my current favorite artists yeah. on vinyl at my house. Same. I think it's great. Same. Um, definitely more food. Never enough food. Never enough food. I really miss uh, 6B Cafe because of the uh, decor, which you and I have talked about this. I love that it had all these little weird different areas with different aesthetics that you could hang out in and just like more places that encourage you to like just sit and hang out for a while. Yeah. That's not necessarily, I don't know, a coffee. I Obviously, I like coffee, so more coffee shops, but I think we do have great options already but i don't know i wish there was more places where you could just hang out downtown yeah and we talked about too um i think a co-working space would be really great um i don't know yeah i would be open to a co-working space too mm-hmm. i know we've yeah talked you and about i have it. talked about it a little bit i'm like hesitant to, to talk about it on here because i'm like somebody's gonna steal my idea they're gonna <laughs> i mean it's it's i mean no, we've just talked about this too no offense Becca, it's not a novel idea exactly it's a great idea the challenge is is in a co-working setting you either need to have a, a lot of people paying fifty dollars a hundred dollars a month uh, or you need a moderate amount of people doing that with a couple anchor tenants that are willing to have, you know, pop-up offices in that area. Yep. Uh, which I think would be doable, right? We could mm-hmm. perhaps work with, you know, a couple of realty shops that have, you know, an, an office or two that's that's tied to that specific space. But um, it definitely isn't an inexpensive thing to get off the ground, but would love yeah. to make it happen. Definitely. And some sort of like shop that focuses on local art. I think like Tangled Up in Hue and Eau Claire is a great example. They just have a lot of really cool stuff from local artists. And I think we have such a great art community here, especially with the campus having such a big art program. And people here are so creative and have amazing businesses. And I think that they just, there needs to be a space that people can sell their things that it's not a huge commitment, like opening your own store. Right. Similar to like how an antique shop, you can kind of right. rent out your little area. I think that would be really cool to have for art and. Yeah, we've talked about that too. An art collective Emily's, idea. I'm doing that at Lottie Da. Yeah, she's doing a yeah, great job with that too. But I think that there's always room for more. Right, right, right. How do we? Yeah, how do we have just a space that's purely dedicated to art and, mm-hmm. and doesn't have uh, maybe some of the knickknacks, right? Yep. Or the, the the novel trinkets that are awesome, right? Like I I buy I don't have it with me, but I. I bought this awesome pen from Lottie Da uh, that's made from from a tree burrow, right? But oh, cool. probably something that I wouldn't expect in an art collective, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's there's a lot of paths that we could go. <laughs> so if, if anybody is interested in, in actually teasing these ideas I was just going to say, give us your plugs as we wrap up here. <laughs> if, if anybody's interested in teasing these ideas out, uh, feel free to reach out to me. Uh, I, I'm going to regret doing this, but 715-602-0628. Um, or or find us on on Facebook at Huga Properties, mm-hmm. and uh, you know we'll, we'll happily get in touch. Yeah, all right, that sounds good. Well, we end the podcast with the same questions to every guest. Uh oh. So there. Well, your question's always hard. I know. I almost reason. thought of you know. I almost thought of adjusting it, but keeping Ooh. the same question, but just adjusting like how. Uh, yeah. How I ask you. Um, I'll go first you go since first. we already have discussed food twenty times on this episode. Right. Um, what good food have you eaten lately? What good food have I eaten lately? Uh, we were just up 
in Hudson at Lolo oh, yeah. with the love kids this Lolo. weekend. And it, yeah. uh, gosh, I love, love, love their rosemary garlic fries. Up there. They are there to die for. Their Brussels sprouts are amazing. Um, it, yeah, I love Lolo. Uh, San I've Pedro. I never wanted to eat Brussels sprouts at nine in the morning so badly. <laughs> <laughs> San Pedro, Pure 500, they all do a great job up there too. Hudson. Bring your restaurants to yes, they all have great. Hudson has yeah. killer food. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Um, because, you know, I was only thinking this, and I'm only going to use it on Jeremiah as my guinea pig, but okay. you used to ask people what their favorite food was, and then you evolved it. Yeah, you're they, right. I did change mine. Yeah, because, you did. The first, because yeah. it was a tough question. So I always ask people what their favorite movie is. So I was like, how can I adjust that question? What's a good movie you've seen lately? Yeah, either that or like, what's a good movie that makes you feel uh, some sort of emotion? Ooh, that's a good. So one. that's how. So it could be laughter, Every sadness, movie I've mad. Ever seen. Yeah. So like, what's a what's a what's a movie that you actually feel like some sort of good, bad, happy, sad emotion as when you watch? So I, I used to just shy away from and, and avoid children's movies like The Plague. I, I don't remember the last time before kids that I'd watched animated movies. Nothing makes you cry like a Pixar movie. Let me tell you what. I mean, it, and now now I love it. I love sitting on the couch with my wife and kids. It's popcorn movie night, Dad. Yes. Oh, that's <laughs> And you sit on the couch with, and, and, and my little son will keep digging into the popcorn bowl, even though his bowl is full, and, and try to raid that first. And, you know, watching a good Disney Pixar movie with the, the kiddos, that's that's what brings up the feels these, these days. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Yep. They get uh, you. I like it. What, what, uh, what's been your favorite one you've watched recently? Oh, um, gosh, it's always, it's always changing. Um, I, the, you know, I, I think Nemo is the one that's always on in the house. Um, but we've been watching all the oldies that we just hadn't watched before. And, and the names are escaping me, but they're all, mm-hmm. they're all like, and Moana is always a good one. I love kids. Moana. Yes. Oh, Moana. I can't, yes. can't listen to any of those songs. I, I have You've done. Them all. Oh, God. Moana <laughs> repeat for about way too long. Just, just the worst. I really like the one. I think it's just called home. The, about the little alien oh. dude who's trying to help his friend find her mom. That one. That one kills me. There's one specific line where the little alien dude says, are we going to go find your my mom now? And every single time, I'm like, oh my God, that gets you. Gets me every time. Oh, that one's so good. All right. Well, thank you for being on, Jeremiah. This was awesome. We appreciate it. Thank you, Dustin. Yeah. Thank you, Becca. Yeah, it was great having you. This is a blast. Yeah. Hopefully uh, you're not getting spam calls after giving everybody your phone number, but I'm sure you can find it on the internet. it, It is there. Somewhere. Um, so yeah, reach out to Jeremiah if you have ideas or I don't know, want chit chat. I guess let's build something together. I think that our downtown has a lot of potential, and it's already, oh, it's growing a, a lot already. We've made right tremendous now. progress. Let's build on it, right? Mm-hmm. Let's keep pushing this forward. Yeah. Thank you. On both. that note, uh, we'll see you next time. That's not how I end it. That's what I normally say. <laughs> see you later. See you later. <laughs> Jesus.